We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. This is uh, <clears throat> this is Pastor uh, uh, Jolly John Lekomsky. Um Johnny, sound nervous, a little worried. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, well, I'm from. Uh, well, I guess I guess everyone knows where I'm from. I'm from St. Paul's and New Athens and Trinity and Darmstadt. It's not quite yourself. No, no who who are you, Matt? You might as well go mention uh, it. Say it, Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in St. Louis. Yeah, somebody somebody watching us. I got this I feeling. Think, like I think we're safe. Us. What happened? Uh, well, okay, so here's the deal. I, honestly, eat all the vegetables you want. Forget everything we said last week about vegetables being the result of the fall into sin. No, no, I think vegetables are a great thing. They're a profound thing. Wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait a second. This does not sound like the John Lekomsky I know. You're, you're, the, you're the pro-bacon guy, the, you know, the anti-kale guy. You, you, well, all of a sudden, there's love of vegetables? Right, What's right, going man. on? Don't go against big vegetable. I understand that now. I should have known better. You never go against big vegetable. Big I, vegetable? Big, no, don't fool them. Well, what so do you I mean? woke up. I woke up this morning, and you know, you know, what was on the pillow right next to me. Right next to me. You know, what was on the pillow right next to me, Matt. I, I, I can't imagine what was on the pillow. A head of lettuce, Matt. It was a head uh, of lettuce, and it was, it was romaine, Matt. It was romaine. Not romaine. Yeah, <laughs> the very thing the CDC says we should stay away from because people are dying from romaine. So I got the warning. I got the message. Big vegetable. All right, we're not going to say anything more about it. That's okay. Don't, don't, no more, no more heads of romaine in my bed, please. So you've been okay. warned. Someone is. So I've been warned. I've been oh, warned boy. off. <laughs> you know they're serious when they put a head of romaine, a head of romaine. It... right there on your pillow, buddy. Yikes! <laughs> Talk about a threat. Although I'm thinking again, people, it's not the evidence clear. Even the CDC is telling us not to eat vegetables. <laughs> Come on, if you for don't our listen, own health. For your own health. Although, you know, admittedly, fruit fruit has its dangers, too. I, I'll, I'll try to be fair. I don't want to be biased. Fruit has its dangers, too. In fact, Matt, you know what's worse than biting into an apple and finding a worm? What's that? Finding half a worm. Oh! <laughs> uh, oh, oh, no, no, boy. we got to do this. we got to get done. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no time for that. Oh, yeah, that's it. It's done. Oh, the foolishness. Because now, man, you were leading us this wonderful story about Acts chapter 16. Can I summarize it real quick? Yeah, please. All right, so we have Paul and, and Luke, and who else? Was there somebody Silas. else? Silas. Okay, so the, 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 uh, the, uh, the three musketeers there have gone into Philippi, and they encounter this uh, girl who is... I love that, Matt. You pulled out of the scripture that she was enslaved. She was enslaved to be a fortune teller. This was not something she did because she wanted to. She was forced into this. And, of course, they heal her. They heal her because that's the way it is. No one can stand in the face of the word of Jesus Christ. I was thinking, you know, the devil comes and tempts Jesus, and Jesus says, be gone, and the devil packs up his bag. He flees. Yeah, yeah. There's no choice. Uh, um, the problem is, of course, though, that the owners of this slave girl had lost their moneymaker. Yeah, that's they a big lost thing. Their money maker. And so they have uh, uh, Paul and Silas thrown into jail. And if I could, I will pick up the verse that we concluded with, and then you can take it from there. How's that okay. sound? Okay. 
All right, so they're thrown in prison, uh, and about midnight, uh, they were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And, and as you pointed out, what a remarkable thing that they were praying. But here's my question, Matt. So this is what you're trying to tell us, because your whole point was that Easter has changed everything. Yes. So now because of Easter, we're going to be beaten and thrown in prison and life will be horrible. Is that the message we have here? But see, I do want to sound too simplistic that, yeah, okay, they're beaten up, they're bloody, they're in prison around midnight, and now they're happy, and so you should be happy all the time, too. <laughs> that's right. No, you know, that's, that's not quite the message. But <laughs> if it wasn't for Easter, if it wasn't for the hope that Easter gives that certain hope if it wasn't for the one who conquered not just jails like this, but even death and the devil and sin, would they be singing then? Well, no, you know, it's only because of that living savior that they're able to face this adversity with any kind of hope or joy or confidence. Let me give you a practical example. I always talk to my couples when we do our premarital counseling. Uh, I, I point out to them that at this point, if they're just living together, it's no big deal to the devil. He's all in favor of people living together. That doesn't bother him. Because then if you don't like what the person does, you know, you just pack up your bags no commitment, and leave. No vow. Thank you. No commitment, no vow. He's all in favor of loving people without commitment and without promises. That's that's his thing, see. But once you do that, once you make a vow, once you say, I'm going to be with you until death do us part, I will bear with your weaknesses and your sins, and you will do the same with me. I will love unconditionally. Oh, that really gets him riled up. So, yes, honestly, because of Easter now, we have a lot greater enemies than we had before. Uh, uh, but as you pointed out, we're all going to have enemies. The devil is going to try to enslave us. He may try to be nicer about it so that he can get away with it, mm-hmm. but it's still going to be slavery. That's what it's going to be, just like this poor gal, you know? We don't know. Maybe she thought it was cool that she could tell fortunes, but the fact of the matter is she was being controlled by someone outside of herself. So at least when we have Christ, it's not that we're going to have any less problems, any less crosses and trials. We might even have some more, sure. but at least we are free now, and at least we can actually sing hymns, and we know where to go when we got problems. We can turn to God but without faith, I don't know what you do when you got problems, Matt. I guess you just have to solve them yourself, huh? Yeah. I don't know. And that's that's the ironic thing here. Even behind bars in the deepest dungeon of the prison, they put them in the inner prison. They're more free than that girl was. They're more free than the girl's owners are right now. They're set free because of Christ. Who cares yeah. about the bars? You know, when it comes to, to sin, death, and the devil, they're, they're free. Oh, man, that's such a nice, because you got my mind thinking, see, everybody's afraid of death. Everybody knows they're going to die. And so are Christians. I'm not looking forward to death. I'm a lot closer to it than I was before (laughs) when I was John Youngblood, (laughs) not Jolly John. Uh, um, But no, on the other hand, really, seriously, at my age, I'm beginning to think, I I don't want to do it now. No, my my flesh is not excited about that. But it's okay. I I really do think it'll be a great blessing. And I've got all kinds of people I'm eager to see, and I know they'll be glad to see me. So yeah, you're right. We, We have that freedom. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, death stinks. You know, no one wants to die. It's good <laughs> because it's a... That's in the Bible, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Lazarus stunk this? after four days, that's right? That's right. It's from the Bible. Yeah, that is in the Bible. And it stings, too. Yeah. Right? It's got the whole so, thing. But, but yeah, like you said, no, well, it doesn't. it's not something we have to be fearful of now no, because, of, no. because of Easter, right? Yeah. So, I, uh, so my point last week, too, was just simply that 
you know, not that it's easy to do. However, you know, as we think about our trials in life, we may not be imprisoned for for setting a a girl free from demon possession, uh, but we might be. Again, in that hospital room with someone who's sick, or maybe we ourselves are the ones that's that's sick, or maybe it's in that funeral home when a loved one does pass away. You know, when when bad things do happen, when things are pretty dark, to still be able to to pray and sing hymns to God as as Paul and Silas did, people take notice, people listen uh, because yeah, that that doesn't make sense. What's going on here? What's the reason for the hope that that they have? And That's the passage I was exactly. thinking of. Exactly. Yeah. And then to have that opportunity to be able to voice that and, and share Christ, just as Paul and Silas do. I, I love that because they, they're singing around midnight and the, it says... After the, midnight. The, da, 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 da. I don't remember yeah, the rest of the words. Know. I don't know but if that the song they were singing or not. But, <laughs> it could have been. Uh, but I love how the detail, the, and the prisoners were listening to them. Yeah, you know, so it's being heard because they're they're blown away too. What are these guys? They're what they've in been the beaten. World. What they, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, it's probably a first for the jail. Yeah, and the the prisoners are listening, but then as we'll see later, it looks like maybe the jailers were listening too. Ah, yes, yeah. Well, shall I read? Shall sure. I read? Okay. So suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. See, see, there's imprisonment, there's slavery all over. Even if you're the guy that's in charge of the prison, you are still enslaved, aren't you, without Christ? He's enslaved. Yeah, exactly. He's hopeless. Yeah. Yeah. And what can you do except kill yourself? That's that's the only solution you can find. Yeah, it's really not a good life without knowing that God loves you in Jesus. It mm-hmm. really can't be. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to say about those verses? Or, or well, I, we I just you know just keep in mind here this. So now we have this jailer at the depths of despair. He's going to kill himself, commit suicide, right? And he knows that that's probably going to be the consequence he's going to face because he lost the prisoners. But he's without hope. He's hopeless. Yes. And in just a few verses, see see how he changes. Ah! See, that's what yeah, Jesus, incredible. the difference Jesus makes. The difference yeah. of Jesus, the resurrection, all those things make, yeah. All right, so Paul cried out with a loud voice. And it's interesting because you made that big point, listening, listening. But in yes. order to listen, you got to have a voice. Something's got to be said, Sure. see? All right, so yeah. Paul cries out with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in and trembling with fear. So he's still scared. That's neat. Yeah, yeah. He fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and that's something that, you know, that, <coughs> excuse me, that, that's the big question, isn't it? Yeah. What must I do to be saved? People ask that of Jesus too, right? Yeah. You know, um, we say a rich young ruler and others, you know, what must I do to be saved? So I think we can presume here pretty safely that this jailer heard what yeah, they were saying. Yeah. He heard the singing. He heard the prayers. He had heard about Jesus, even, perhaps, from Paul and Silas being in prison. And they now, sirs, what must I do to be saved? He recognizes that you know, there, there's something bigger than me, bigger than Paul and Silas at work here. And, and you know, I'm thinking he probably heard the story about how they'd cast the demon out of this yeah. young girl. He no doubt. He probably knew the background. And now this is getting really crazy because there's earthquakes. and And yet... Nobody ran out, which is what you would think. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's what should happen. If I was in jail, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Everything's open. I'm out of there. No, but not not in this case. Paul and Silas, they stay. They've got more to do. Wow. That's a nice thought, though, isn't it, Matt? So we're free, 
but it doesn't necessarily we take advantage of our freedom. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we put aside our freedom because there are people that we need to love and care for. But see, we have the freedom to do that. People outside of Jesus, they don't have the freedom. They just have to do whatever they have to do. But we actually have the choice. And of course, in love, we choose to stay. So out of love for that neighbor, they choose to stay here in the jail. Out of love for the jailer, the very person who's guarding them and perhaps was was inflicting blows upon them earlier. Probably did. Probably did. Who knows? And and later we see that, well, as they're in Philippi, and later in the book of Philippians, as, as Paul is writing to the people in Philippi when he's later in prison, or at least under arrest in Rome, he writes that, you know, maybe I'm under arrest for the sake of the gospel. It serves a purpose. Ah. In fact, he he doesn't even say maybe. He says, I am here for the sake of the gospel. And so he he puts aside his freedom in that case, too, as he appeals to Caesar and he's under arrest. Um, He does it for the sake of the gospel. So people would hear the gospel, wouldn't hear it otherwise. Caesar's own household, the imperial guard, he names by name and says... For this reason, I'm I'm under arrest. And you know what's remarkable about that? You would think God wouldn't could care less about a a jailer in Philippi, right? He's obviously mm-hmm. a mean, nasty guy. I think people don't understand that it's not like our prison system now. Probably, mm-hmm. if you're a jailer, you're probably a pretty mean person because it's 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 not a nice position you have. You're basically mm-hmm. brutalizing people. That's what you're called to do. Well, think about the Roman centurions; they're crucifying people. It's not, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so you think, God, but God does. He does care about this. In fact, cares a lot about this jailer. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Um, that's a nice thought too. Yeah, 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 most definitely. And and could we realize that too? That maybe the struggles and trials we're having, even though we don't understand them, although it doesn't seem to be helping us, maybe there's somebody who is being helped by our struggles. Exactly. And and you know, I think sometimes sometimes we try to think, you know, what is the one reason why this is happening? Maybe it's multiple reasons. Yeah. yeah. And and maybe it's it's a variety of ways that God is working through this trial so that the gospel might be proclaimed. And and maybe you think Paul realizes that this is having him not only to benefit this immediate case of this jailer, which it certainly is, but it's also there to benefit you and me when we have struggles and trials, when forces turn against us that we realize, oh, well, it's not hopeless. No, we have a God who could, if he needs to, if he wants to, he can make an earthquake and we'd get set free. But maybe we wouldn't go free. Maybe we'd stay here because there are people we need to love and care yeah. for. Isn't that something? Yeah, yeah it's, a mar- it's a great, great, great. This is a nice text. I'm glad you chose this text. Yeah, it's good. Okay. You want me to keep reading? Yeah, Just- okay. So, so the jailer asked that, that all-important question. Yes. What must I do to be saved? And, and if I could draw a connection, since this is Pentecost weekend. <laughs> I was wondering how you're going to do this. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. Let me tell you, we, we, we just love the Lord Jesus and we love his spirit. Because we make our plans and then the spirit says, <laughs> no, 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 I've got something else for you to talk about. Because uh, this is Pentecost weekend, but I'm thinking that was the same question at Pentecost, wasn't it? Isn't that what they asked Peter? What must we do? Yeah, what we must say? we do? Yeah, it's the yeah. same question. Okay, so this is the Pentecost question, people. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, very yeah. good. Yeah, and then it's it's really the uh, the Pentecost answer. I think you're <laughs> the right. The answer doesn't change, does it? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I can't find it. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Uh, believe, yeah, verse 30. Believe in the okay. Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Yeah. 
Oh, so, I, can I read the rest of it, yeah, too? Yeah, go ahead. Because uh, this whole connection with the Pentecost is just... Oh, man, I didn't see this as a Pentecost text, but it is, Matt. It is. Because he goes on to say, They spoke the word of the Lord to him and all who were in his house. And he took them that same hour of the night and washed their wounds, and he was baptized at once, he and all his family. It is the Pentecost answer, isn't it? Isn't yeah. that neat? And at Pentecost, that's what happens, too. People are baptized. People believe God adds their number, right? Yeah, yeah. Creates faith. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, what do I do to be saved? Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you might be saved. No, no, no. You, you will be saved, right? That's certainty. And uh, he doesn't give him, you know, a list of things he needs to do or, or, you know, seven easy steps to being saved or anything like that. No, it's just Jesus. Focus on Jesus. And, and that is the question, isn't it? Does, does am I reading something? Does that? I'm going to look this up real quick. Here, you you keep talking. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So is it actually? You, you is he actually Pentecost. saying do? Is that the kind of thing that he's looking for a list of rules or something to say? Well, you know, I think you know, in my ears, yeah. What must I do to be saved? Well, believe, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, um, and you'll be saved. Yeah, it's just a, a simple answer, um, super simple. And then you know, I, I think it says it's interesting that it goes, "You'll be yes. saved, you and your." household you know and it's not that not that we're saved through someone else's faith not that you know the, the jailer's wife or the jailer's kids are going to be saved because the, the jailer is now a christian no, they're no. they're automatically in heaven or whatever but you know it's not saved because of his, his faith but maybe they'll be saved through his vocation now you know his calling yep. as husband as father as he lives out that faith and shares the faith as he now has his bap his household baptized as we read yep. yeah he's fulfilling that that duty that calling as a Christian spouse and husband, father, um, and yeah, through that and through that witness, yeah, they are saved. So, so it is poel, by the way, in the Greek. Okay, for good. those of you that, you were, that were wondering, <laughs> so he is. He does have that kind of sense that there's okay. Obviously, there's something I need to do, which is the typical yeah. human response. Yeah, give yeah, me, makes give sense, me the program. Right? To our uh, in human fact, minds. The, the word poel could also mean make. So, do I have to make something? Yeah, I got to do something here. And, and you're right. It's just such a stark contrast. Well, no, actually, you don't need to do anything. In fact, you need to get away from all of your works. Uh, you just have to have faith, which is to to, to trust that Jesus' work will do it. Um, and and it's, I'm I'm glad you brought up the whole baptism thing uh, because this was an issue that the church wrestled with is is can i be saved by somebody else's faith yeah right yeah uh and, and you you hit it right on the head no obviously you can't but on the other hand other people's faith can certainly help you in your salvation because if you don't have parents who don't bring you the word don't speak like paul yes. speaks to you they don't bring you to the baptism well that's a big disadvantage somebody's gonna have to do that so if you had parents that loved you enough to tell you about jesus christ and have you baptized well you weren't saved by their faith but their faith certainly had a big part to do with you being saved definitely so, isn't that great like you said god can use us in our vocations husband maybe even think what difference a jailer he might make He'll be a lot better jailer than what he was before he had faith. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, so they're baptized, and they're baptized at once. Yes. That's interesting. So without delay, and we see that with the, the Ethiopian eunuch, for instance, yep. and him and Philip, yep. he's baptized at once as they're driving by water. But I, I think, too, sometimes <laughs> sometimes that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, sometimes we, we have that family member that yeah, uh. we, we do care about, and they, they're not a believer in Jesus Christ, and we pray for them, and we witness to them, and we love them. Um, and yet they, they don't believe immediate and they're not baptized at once, yep. but the encouragement don't give up on them. You know, this no. is, this is God's good time, not ours. And in this case, yeah, they're baptized once and God worked it into the life of the jailer and his family. Thanks be to God. But it may not always be at once 
in our families and to, to don't give up on them, to still pray, to still witness, to still love, um, and that, that the Lord would, would work in their lives in his time. And, and that's the thing. See, see, again, so the question is, what must I do? Well, the answer isn't, well, get baptized. This is the thing you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no. The answer is believe. believe, which is why you get baptized, because God says baptism saves you. Mm-hmm. Something that God does. That's why we want to have it done to us. Uh, but it's not, but, and that's the problem. See, we get, oh, they haven't been baptized yet. Oh, my goodness. Well, yes, they should be. But you need to understand why they need to be baptized because God has all kinds of great promises that go with a baptism. Yeah. So it's not like a requirement, an obligation they got to do. No, it's like God has offered us this great gift. Who wouldn't? I'm hungry and somebody offers me a meal. I don't think about, yeah, I guess I better go over and eat that meal. That would be a great work I would perform. No, (laughs) no, thank you. This is for me for free? Oh, cool. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole attitude we have to have about baptism. And so God keep us from thinking that that's some kind of work we got to do. No, no, God help us to understand it is wonderful work he does to us. So, cool. Uh, and and uh, I suppose as good Lutherans, we should point out that he was baptized and his family. Family, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the little, yeah, you know, all the little kids of the jailer. Perhaps we don't know who the family is. Yeah. The Bible doesn't give us specific. It doesn't need to, but uh, yeah, his whole family. It doesn't leave anyone out. It doesn't say his whole family. You know, everyone that was over the age of twelve. You know, no, it just says every. You know, his family, and we can presume, yeah, children included. They all receive that gift from God. In baptism. And, and of course, that's another Pentecost connection, because what does Peter say? The promise is unto you and, and to your, your children. Yeah. 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 So it's really for everybody. It's not just for you when you get smart enough and you see, because then again, it's back into the work thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You got to be have such wisdom, such knowledge, such understanding, and then have it done. No, no, it's just a gift that God gives you that we should understand it, of course. Uh, in fact, that's one of the strengths, I think, of, of Lutheran practice when we do it. <laughs> we got some great practices. We just don't always do them because uh, the Lutheran practice always has been, yeah, we baptize right away because of what God says. It saves you. How could you say to your little child, oh, I didn't get you baptized. It says it's going to save me and you didn't do that for me. But then again, of course, we want to bring them to Sunday school. We want to bring them to confirmation. It's really important that they understand. That's what we need to do. They need to to hear the word just like the jailer did and know why the baptism was so great uh but unfortunately as i said we don't always practice that as lutherans yeah i'm more of a, oh I, should i finish it up well yeah, I, just, yeah. yeah maybe with 34 we'll wrap it up okay then he brought them up into his house and set food before them and he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in god yeah cool. and they partied you know and again just the contrast so moments earlier i mean hours before he's about to kill himself depths yes. of despair yeah. commit suicide right yeah. and now what is he doing he's baptized he believes he rejoices with this whole house and they're having a big party he sets food before him they have a feast you know incredible that just over that course of time that transformation and yet it's all god's work he can do that and he does it in the life of the jailer because he loves even jailers in philippi and, and now we got that contrast that we, we started with. Here's what it's like without Jesus. You're yes. enslaved. Maybe you don't think you're enslaved. In fact, I suppose if you're the jailer, you're thinking, hey, I'm the one in control. I'm the man in power. And we see how quickly yeah. that can result in hopelessness. Yeah. But in Christ, it doesn't matter. You can be in prison. You can be out of prison. You're always free. You're always freed in Jesus. Isn't that a beautiful confidence that as we go through this life, come what may, we're free in Jesus. Yep. doesn't yeah. matter. Um, and as far as practices are concerned, I, I, this is this is another part of the Lutheran practice, right? We baptize babies and then we have a party. 
<laughs> That's right. And That's as right. pastors, we love that because we know we're going to get cake, right? We're going to go down to the church basement. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> Buffet, maybe some luck, chicken and mozzarella and what have you. Oh, gee. Oh, well. But, yeah, good connections. Well, just good connections again with the, the how Easter and the resurrection of the living Savior changes things. But also, as you point out, John, how, how Pentecost changes things and how by the power of the Holy Spirit and the Spirit speaking, working through Paul and Silas, the proclamation of, of Jesus comes about, lives are changed for eternity, and how also the Spirit's still active today and you and I and our listeners as, as we, too, share that same good news with, with those in our lives. Thank you so much, Matt. I'm glad you led us into that, and, and uh, uh, we wish you all Pentecost blessings uh, from Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics.